right. <laughs> Go ahead, John. And on that note. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to the Strong Towers Podcast. A podcast with one simple vision. Build up, become strong. Welcome back to the Strong Towers Podcast. This is John Ackerman here with Mike Lahr and Tom Edwards. And we're still on lockdown doing this remotely from Skype. Uh, week two of this situation for us as we're recording. And uh, so mostly wanted to just check in with each other. We've been doing it via text, but haven't gotten to see each other in person since last time we recorded. Uh, but obviously in the midst of this unprecedented situation, there's a lot that we're learning. Um, I think about ourselves, about family dynamics, about working environments. And so we wanted to kind of continue the conversation that we've been having, this idea of wisdom and maturity, how there's so much in life that we come to find out we don't actually know or maybe don't have a handle on in the way that we thought. Uh, you know, just about the time we thought we had things worked out and you know, nice and normal, normal changes. Uh, and so COVID-19 is just the most recent example of that, but obviously things come up in life over the course of years and decades that shake up our normal a little bit. And so here in the midst of this time, again, we're going to mostly just kind of touch base with each other, see what's been going on, uh, but under this umbrella of what are we learning? Um, where are we finding success and what are we discovering? We really don't know and are in need of greater wisdom. So guys, how you doing? I think for, for me, this week has really taught me a lot about my patience or my lack thereof. It has been a, a learning experience would, would, would put it mildly. One of the things that I, I think that has been hard for me and really what I've learned a lot about myself is how easily I default to child care is on Janelle, right? Like I automatically put this as I'm working from home and I'm treating it almost like the summer where I'm like, Hey, you should be taking care of the boys and I got to do work. And she looked at me the other day. She's like, uh, I'm, I'm working from home too. You know that? And I was like, Oh snap, you are. I totally forgot about that. So that ain't going to work. And so the thing that I've learned, I think the, the, the thing that I, I'm learning through this process is two things. One, just how much more I value her and all she does as far as work and as she, how much she does with our kids. Um, but not only that, I'm valuing my time a lot differently. And what I mean by that is is when it's not time for me to do work, it's time for me to be with the boys. And I've had to take an extra step into putting my phone away an extra step into not looking as YouTube, not looking up YouTube or looking up different videos and stuff. And so um, I'm learning a lot about my sons. I'm learning a lot about myself and a lot about my wife through this whole process. Um, I think it was one of our friends. I mean, I know it was one of our friends. It was Sean who said it, so I'll just give him credit for it. But he was saying that when he looks back on this time, he wants to be able or he wants his kids to be able to come back to it and say, man, this was the the time of our life. This time was awesome. And so that I've had that kind of echoing in the back of my mind, you know, as a constant reminder of, Hey, um, don't, don't waste this time. 
right? Don't, don't waste this time. As much as I keep telling myself, man, I can't wait to get back to work. I can't wait to, <laughs> to be back in the office and, and making jokes about that time, about we, how we were all working from home for, for 30 days. Um, I got to remember that I'm here now and that this time is important and I need to take advantage of it. Yeah, I would say, you know, uh, the first couple of days was figuring out, okay, what does this look like? And sort of just the new reality. But I would second Mike on, you know, we're sort of into this phase of now uh, learning stuff about ourselves, I think, and how we operate in in a new situation, how we operate in particular in this situation, um, you know, where uh, everybody's schedules are thrown off and, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff shut down and whatever. Um, for me, one of the things that I'm realizing, which uh, has actually been a little bit surprising uh, as an introvert is uh, like missing my people. Mm, yeah. um, you know, uh, at work, it's it's pretty shut down. Uh, we're running about uh, 50% staff uh, actually still in the office. Um, and uh, one of our friends works with me and, and is one of the people not in the office anymore. And, and so, you know, I don't get to see her on a daily basis. And then, uh, you know, we missed now our, our, uh, second week of, of men's group, uh, this week. And I was like, man, it just, it would have been really good to be able to see my dudes in person instead of on another zoom call. Um, and so that kind of has struck me of like, I, okay, so I, you know, I say I'm an introvert. I say that I appreciate the, the alone time and I definitely do. Um, but there is a piece of me that also does want to have that face to face, uh, you know, physical interaction with people, um, that I can only imagine for extroverts it, <laughs> the last two weeks has been horrible, <laughs> horrible. <laughs> um, you know, other than that, uh, it, you know, we're, uh, we are, I guess at this point, officially moving all of the, the boxes have been checked on the sale and the purchase, um, of, uh, of our two homes. And so we're just waiting another week and a half or so until we close on those officially. Um, you know, and, and, uh, it's been a while since we've done that. Uh, we've, we've been in our house, um, 12 years now. And so that was just Liz and I, no kids at that point. Uh, we didn't even have the dog at that point. Um, you know, and, and we didn't have a home that we were trying to sell at the same time for that one. And so there's all kinds of new things, um, that we're needing to figure out. And, uh, I was just, I was talking to John before we press record here. Uh, you know, like, I need a tractor now because we've got more land. And so talking with my father-in-law about, uh, you know, what kind of tractor would make sense and does it make sense to buy an old, uh, tractor that would be okay to beat up as I'm learning how to use it and learning what the yard looks like and what I'll need it for and all that stuff. And it's like, okay, so those are things I haven't had to actually think through before, um, that, you know, present those opportunities like we've been talking about the last couple of weeks of figuring out what I don't know and then coming up with a plan of how do I go about doing that. Yeah. How about you, John? Yeah, I feel like in some ways I'm in kind of the same boat as you guys. Um, 
But in others, I feel like, you know, work for me with school was more or less on pause for the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, school was just kind of in a holding pattern until we could figure out what's the governor going to do, what's the county superintendent going to do. Let's just not do anything drastic or dramatic until we figure out, you know, what the orders are. And so now as of, so this is Sunday, as of tomorrow morning, Monday, uh, you know, we're moving to a fully online learning platform. And so I've taken online classes before, but I've never been a fully online instructor before. And especially in a, you know, what they call asynchronous, you know, environment where it's not like we're doing this sort of Skype call with the kids live from their couches, which in some ways would be awkward. I'm so thankful for that. But, you know, by the same token, like it's just, it's such a, a surreal environment as an educator to not have students in front of you and to not have, you know, their energy to feed off of or their questions to direct the teaching or things like that. But it's just, it sort of feels like throwing crap out there into the internet and just seeing what's come back, you know, what's going to come back, especially because we're not grading anything yet. And so it's more just like, you know, work if you want to kind of thing, which, I mean, if we could do some prop bets on how much kids were going to do or not do, <laughs> I, I think there would probably be a significant line placed on this first week. Um, and whether you wanted to hedge on the side of kids being bored at this point and so thankful for something to occupy them or parents, you know, at their wits end and so mandating something to occupy their kids or, you know, whatever. The, the betting would be really interesting. I'd be curious to get some people in Vegas to to help us figure out how to orchestrate this. But like, it's just it's going to be different. Um, but aside from the work. You know, Brooke and I just, we took a walk this morning as we've been doing fairly regularly down the, the dirt roads where we live. And um, <laughs> I asked her at one point on our walk, you know, if we were still in the townhouse that we were living in, you know, a little over a year ago, it's been about a year that we've been in this new place now. Uh, we were still in the townhouse. How do you think we'd be doing? And she paused for only about a second and a half. And she said, I think I'd be really bored. <laughs> and I said, yeah, me too. And so we were just kind of appreciating this this change in scenery that's allowed us, I feel like, to to navigate this new normal so well. Because, I mean, we've been doing yard work like crazy for the last two weeks, and there's still so much to do. Um, I've got, I think, three more truckloads of gravel to pick up and distribute in this one section in our driveway. We've got a couple of like flower beds that we're planting and mulching that still need to get done because it was raining the last couple of days. Um, you know, there's dead trees that I need to get down with the chainsaw and section up for firewood. There's a brush pile in the back that I need to slowly burn because now it's just gotten so big that at this point, if we lit the whole thing on fire, we'd probably torch like 20 acres worth of people yards, nice. people's yards. And that's just not advisable, I think. Um, so it's just, it's really interesting that here we're in a space where were so easily entertained. Um, I really mean entertained. It doesn't feel like work. It feels like fun. And Tom, like you said, I mean, with two introverts, but people that are wired similarly, you know, we're really good with quiet time. We're mm -hmm. really good with each other's quiet time. Um, but we're also just good, I feel like, with a slow pace of life. So like this morning, we sat around and did a puzzle for a couple hours. And 
Like it was just, it was easy. And then we took a walk and came back and made dinner. And we have Disney plus now with like, you know, along with half the planet. And so we watched a movie for a little bit and, and, you know, and this is after a couple of weeks of having to figure out what do we do with each day. And so all of that has just been, I've been learning to appreciate just how good we are together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which, which I felt like we kind of knew prior to this, you know, but this is obviously a very different situation from normal. And so it's just, it's really kind of cool to see that things are actually as good as we thought they were. Yeah. Well, there's also too, I think there's a truth to knowing something and then knowing, knowing something because it has been tested. Yeah. Com- confirmation, uh, right? You know, you've, you've had to actually go through it where you do spend all day, every day with each other yeah, for two weeks now. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's just a different level of knowing that you do get along and uh, work well together. And, um, you know, if we're looking for silver linings in, <laughs> in being quarantined for two weeks. Yeah, for sure. I think there's a lot of those, though. I think there's a lot of silver linings in the midst of this. I think there's a lot of learning of uh-huh. this is actually good or this is actually a good thing in the midst of something that's otherwise pretty challenging. And, um, you know, Mike, like you were saying, like trying to take Sean's advice and make this the best possible time for the kids because you just don't get to do this outside of summer vacation usually. Yeah. Yeah. With kids. And so this is, this is a silver lining. This is a great opportunity as disruptive and disorienting as it is. Yeah. I think, I think on the one hand, we, we don't want to understate the challenges, but I think by the same token, we don't necessarily want to just gloss over all the things that are good that are coming out of this, because I think there's a lot of good. Well, and even in the challenges, you know, there are, uh, there's learning to be had too. Yeah. Uh, and if that's not like, oh, you know, I picked up a new skill for myself that I didn't know I was capable of. It's just, right. you know, oh, you know, I actually, I am a terrible cook. And when this is all over, <laughs> we're, we're definitely going to go back to, you know, four days of takeout. Um, but uh, um, Pastor Brian was talking about it uh, in the sermon this morning. You know, all the people that are now needing to take a, greatly increased role in their kids' education at home uh, for several weeks. You know, what's what's their opinion going to be of, of teachers when their kids oh, get yeah, to go sure. back to school next fall, you know? Some people will be like, oh, you know, that was pretty good and we made that through pretty well. And other people are going to be like, take them. Just take them. <laughs> <laughs> I want them. Yeah, yeah. Take them. You know what's real funny is, though, at, at the very beginning when all this stuff kicked off, I kept seeing a lot of posts saying, like, you know, don't worry about being the at-home teacher. Don't worry. You know, just just have fun with your kids. You know, let yeah. them watch movies. You know, let them do all the stuff. And then they canceled school for the year. And then all that stuff <laughs> stopped, right? And then it went like, okay, I need to order every homeschool supply that I can, I can, I can have. Does anybody know how many hookups with a co-op? And and I'm sitting here like. What happened to all the let's not do school anymore, right? Like I, I made a joke recently about you know the governor said schools are shut down 
So that means we're shut down. Like, what's all this? What's all this distance learning stuff? And and, and <laughs> I was only half joking because, again, going back to that, being being two full time parents and 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 work from home parents has just been hard. Um, yeah. But I do like that. Like the fact that I do have an appreciation more for more for teachers. I, I mean, I always had one. Be, I mean, I, again, most of my friends are are teachers or educators in some ways. And then my wife, being a teacher, is I always see both sides of it, but. Even more so this week, they had our teacher parade where all the teachers from from Kellen School and they've been doing it all around the nation. But you know, hopping in their cars and driving through the neighborhoods and waving it at our kids and and uh, you know, we made a couple corny signs and stuff and and stood out on our sidewalk. And it wasn't until all these teachers drove by and there was multiple teachers like in the whole kindergarten area that would you know slow their cars down and like point at Kellen and be like, "Man, you know, we miss you." And I was like, man, I miss you. Kellen does too, but I really miss you guys. You know, can we get the <laughs> school back on? Um, but I do, I do have an appreciation for it. And I think going back to the challenging portion of it also is that it's also been a challenge for me to, to not only do the parenting, not only doing the work from home stuff, but there, there were some things that I had set out for myself as far as goals before we started this whole COVID-19 thing that I'm challenged now to try to keep up with, right? Um, yeah. Part of that was part of the weight loss and, and continue trying to lose weight. And then also, you know, training for my for my, for my my marathon and, and half marathon, I'm still trying to figure out how to get those runs in. You know what I mean? It's been, it's been hard I, to try to do that stuff and challenge myself to find new ways to balance this new lifestyle. Yeah. I agree with the, the goal setting. I, you know, especially I, I feel like the timing yeah. Uh, in, you know, in the year is like, you know, if you set a resolution or a goal or, or whatever you're going to do, you know, by, by the time you hit mid February, you're probably like in your stride. And, oh, yeah, and if you're actually going to do it, you know, you're, you're making progress. And then this hits and <laughs> everything screeches to a halt. Gym's all closed and, <laughs> uh, you know, you can't go to the grocery store anymore. And, um, uh, yeah. uh, it's just, it's tough. But one thing, though, that I have been thinking about, which is really cool, and it, it kind of goes back to, to uh, you know, parents need to be more involved in the kids' education, is the increased level of self-reliance that people are being forced into uh, is just is awesome, you know, because the first couple of days or whatever, all the memes are about how yeah. much Netflix or Disney plus we're streaming. And, you know, <laughs> I feel like we've sort of, we, we've crested that wave, yeah. you know, and now people are like, it's I not need to anymore. do stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we've, we've watched everything that Disney has, uh, you know, let, let's get out and do stuff, yeah. you know, and, um, needing to, take care of the kids or, or have an increased role in teaching the kids needing to eat at home more often needing to fill space in the afternoon oh, yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just making people be creative and, and, uh, have to come up with, with new ideas and, and challenge themselves. Yeah. And I love the creative thing you just said, cause it's not just like internally, right. It's not just our, our family team. It's also our neighbors, Right. There's there's right. there's ways of, of communicating. I know everybody's going to Zoom and doing all that stuff. And but I love it. Like the other the other day, they did a backyard dance party where everybody down my street turned on the music as loud as they could. And all the kids went to the backyard and danced. <laughs> and I was like, that is we would never have done that had we had not been on like this, you know, quote unquote lockdown. Yeah. 
Um, my friend's ha- his wife's turning forty on Tuesday, and he wrote us all saying, "Hey, man, can you guys reach out or do something towards our uh, toward for my wife? Can you send her a note? Can you send her, you know, something?" And we're we're all kind of trying to figure out how do we do this? How do we how do we make it special for her? You know, it's 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 gotta suck your birthday being in the middle of this, right? Not being able to hang out with all your friends. And you know, I'm joking with her. I was like, "Man, if we had a drone, we could like." like you know send it over their house with like a little you know like a little <laughs> gift card or put some balloons on it and, and send a little note and so that's you know that creative portion that part that you said tom i think is so important because i, I also don't want to forget it right and mm-hmm. and and also just the neighborly love i've had so much more like and, and granted we're keeping our six feet distance but like i made a joke the other day and it wasn't it wasn't it, w- it was it was a half serious joke but that i couldn't find wipes anywhere because everybody bought off the toilet paper, so everybody defaulted to baby wipes. Well, now I, I have a baby who I still need to wipe his butt, and I had no baby wipes. And I was joking about that, and my neighbor the next day said, hey, I found some. I left a couple of packages on your doorstep. And I was like, man, nice. like that is so cool. Like Neighbors are actually yeah. like reaching out to each other and helping each other out like that in a way that I just – I've never seen before and it's 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 you know it, while the fear has you know is there in some points it's also one of those situations where you really have to take time to appreciate like you said the creativeness that we're that everyone's taking um yeah to try to you know fill this fill this time yeah i think that's a good point too mike you know the fear is there and it's definitely not a, a great situation and um you know there's bad news stories out there all over the place. But I do feel like for the most part, this has been one of those situations. It seems like it's bringing out the best in people. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, uh, overwhelmingly, those are the stories that you're hearing from, you know, neighborhoods and whatever that are, that are locked down is, uh, neighbors doing cool stuff with each other or helping out somebody in the neighborhood or, you know, that kind of thing more than, uh, any of the negative, uh, stuff about being on quarantine. Yeah. So what's your guys plan for, uh, moving forward the next week as we continue, I guess week three, this is going to be yeah, week three. This is, this is where you start and fill in all the new, uh, the new habits, right? Is that what they say? 21 days or something like that. So this is, this is the week yeah, to start getting, getting everything in, into place. So how much more yard work you got? What you got? What you got for us, John? <laughs> There's still a lot of yard work. <laughs> um, so that'll definitely be part of it. Honestly, <clears throat> you know, a week and a half ago or whatever it was when it looked like this thing might be setting in for the long term, you know, I, I was trying to set a couple of goals for myself, um, you know, in as healthy a way as possible. I was I was vowing to myself, I'm going to come out of this healthier than I went in mm. physically. Because I've lost track. I've tried to minimize the social media stuff. Honestly, my phone's been on the charger a fair amount. Um, But I I have still been able to see all the different, you know, the I'm getting so fat during this phase (laughs) memes or gifts or or whatever. And I was like a week and a half ago, I was promising myself, I'm going to come out of this in better physical shape than I went in. And I have not run once. And so this morning I was, I was sitting in bed before I got up and I I was reflecting back on what felt like two weeks of missed time, you know, Mm -hmm. two weeks of missed opportunities. And then kind of had to like, you know, correct that thinking of, 
but it looks like this is going to be here for a while. So instead of focusing on what I haven't done in these last two weeks, let's just let's just start. Just go run, and let that be the beginning. Um, and speaking of our friend Sean, he and I had talked, I don't know, probably about two weeks ago, uh, about playing guitar. You know, he's a, a great guitarist, and I was telling him how I've had my guitar since I was 16. Uh, it's traveled with me through three different states, and I don't know, 10 moves. And you know, every year or two, I pick it up, and I play a little bit, and I start getting calluses, and then something happens, and I stop. And so prior to the last two weeks, I'd actually picked it up again for the first time in a few years, first time since we moved into this house. And I was playing a little bit and I was starting to recover the the joy and the love that That's I awesome. had for the idea of getting good at the guitar. I never actually got good, but I've always had the hope that someday I could <laughs> stop sucking. And in the last two weeks, haven't touched it. Thought about it a half dozen times, but just never made the move to open the case and and play a little bit. And so again this morning I was thinking like man, I could be I could be so much further along had I been playing these last 2 weeks. And so again I just I had to like pause that line of thinking and say all right, but you still have time. And not just because of COVID-19 lockdown, but there's still a lot of time left in your life. Yeah. More than likely. And so just, just start. Yeah. Just start and do something. Yeah. And so tomorrow I'm going to make time to go for a run and I'm going to find 15 minutes. I'm going to play my guitar mm. and I'm not going to put all the pressure on. This has to be the new beginning of the new thing. But there are two things that I want to do. And so I'm just... I'm going to do it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, I'm not going to beat myself up and I'll try to do it the next day. But I think sometimes, you know, and especially in situations like this, I feel like it's even more heightened because the amount of excuses now goes down exponentially. Right. I can't blame right. it on work. I can't blame right. it on the commute. I can't blame you it on the team. Time. Right. <laughs> I had such a long day. No, no I didn't. <laughs> right. And, and so I'm, I'm having to confront sort of the the internal metrics, um, the internal hangups that are getting in the way of things that I genuinely love doing and now have time for and have no excuse to not make time for. Hmm. And it's sort of a disruptive place to be when you have, and again, I realize that I have a rather unique situation because I've been texting with a lot of my buddies from outside of Virginia. Uh, my old college roommate and I were texting um, the last two days and he was saying Mike the same things that you've been like his wife is considered an essential employee she's in the medical profession so I mean she's gone a lot and he's now having to be you know full-time parent and home teacher for their two boys and he's like man I'm tired and and he still has to work right and he's got a team that he's responsible for and and so I'm just I'm sitting here going like man I I really have it pretty good. Hmm. I should be able to to do the things that I want to prioritize. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm trying to find this happy medium of I'm not going to beat myself up for the things I'm not doing but at the same time I need to stop doing the things that 
I'm not doing and start doing the things I want to do. Yeah. That's good. I'm kind of in the same spot. I think, you know, the, the first two weeks has been sort of, uh, you know, the shock to the system and, and getting used to the new normal. Um, even though my normal hasn't changed all that much, it's still going into the office, but, uh, I've definitely let up on some of those habits that I was trying to keep, um, you know, the gym closed. And so I, I haven't worked out in two weeks and, um, you know, I, I haven't gotten up early, um, you know, to, because the gym was closed and I didn't need to get up for that. And so, um, you know, trying to get back into some of those rhythms, uh, that I felt like I was doing a pretty good job on here at the start of the year before all, all this happened. And, um, there's no reason that I can't still get up and, and do something at least to work out around the house, uh, you know, and, and get my quiet time in and, um, you know, and, and sort of return to some of those normal things, um, you know, and, and so that's what I'm looking for this week is, is, uh, to bring some of that stuff back into, uh, into play because it was going well. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I think, I think for me, um, this week I'm really looking forward to, and, I, and I'll, I'll say this, you know, we talk about time being precious and, and how valuable time really is. And I think this week, especially last week, I, I, I tell you what, I was probably on 16, 17 different zoom calls and it was so overwhelming to have to try to figure out, um, how to bounce between my zoom calls or my, you know, my meetings, um, on Janelle's meetings. And so this week, I think going forward, I think my, my main goal for this week is and I am I am so messy with time and so messy with schedule I mean I like to be on time places but it, I don't know where I'm gonna go or when that place is gonna be but this week I think my goal is to create some sort of schedule and to have some sort of goal in 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 you utilizing my time wisely right and I am and I kind of joked about 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 that earlier about being on my phone and YouTubing and, and, you know, playing my Nintendo switch and all this stuff. But, you know, I want to get in my miles this week. I want to be able to spend time with the boys. There's some work I need to do cause that's what's paying me. And there's some time that I need <laughs> to get together with my wife and I want to be able to schedule that. And, um, I, I, I actually posted it this week, but there was a, a great article I read recently and it just talked about like these important things to do during this time. And one of the things that I thought was so important, and it's something that I've, I really realized this week, was getting up that 15 to 20 minutes before your kids do, having that nice cup of coffee, that quiet time. And for me, means also worshiping, getting into the Word. I have so much more patience for my boys when I start my day out that way. And that's my goal is to be is to have that scheduled time in for God, to have that scheduled time in for my wife, and to have that scheduled time in for my boys, and to 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 be flexible with that, right? To have to give myself the grace that hey, I'm not going to be perfect. I'm not going to have that nine to nine forty five conference call, and then for for you know nine forty five to ten o'clock, Kellen's going to eat a snack, and that's you know yeah, I'm going to be I'm going to be flexible with my time, but I want to schedule everything out. I want to have the ability to to 
not lose track of time, and to, like you said, take advantage of this. And 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 I, and we go back and forth. It's it's a cliche. Everybody says time's valuable, but it is. It is, especially right now, where, you know, yeah, we're gonna have thirty days at home. You know, I'm 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 pretty much already banking that April's gonna be work from home for the whole month for me. I'm 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 almost banking yeah. on it, and mm-hmm. I don't want to come around May, and say, dang, I wish I would have done this. Right. Yeah. Like, like I, 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 I'm, I'm here now. I'm looking forward. I'm seeing the next month of April. Um, I'm already heartbroken that this extrovert's not going to be able to spend Easter with his friends. <laughs> um, but I'm going to take advantage of the next 30 days and really, really get in a schedule, really get in a battle rhythm, get everything settled so that on May 1st, we can just disrupt it all and start scratch from scratch over and start a new <laughs> battle rhythm. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's my, that's my plan. So. Good deal. So we're not sure where everybody else is out there. Um, we truly hope you guys are doing all right, that you're staying safe, you're staying healthy, that your family's doing well, that your community's doing well, uh, that work is still available, still profitable, still enjoyable, uh, that family time is being maximized and being prioritized. Uh, but we recognize that you know these are special circumstances. You know, these are these are unique times, um, if ever there were any. And so we hope that as we've been sharing what's been going on with us, um, you know, just the transparency of what we're still learning in the midst of this new normal, um, that hopefully there's the ability to take some of the pressure off, that we're not supposed to have this all together because nobody was planning for this. Um that the, we weren't supposed to just be able to effortlessly slide into this new routine or create a new routine. But good things are coming in the midst of this. And it's okay if there's some really big hurdles to overcome right now. Uh, we never want to make light of challenges. Uh, we did a whole series on challenges back in season one. And we are painfully aware of just how painful challenges like this can be. Um, But we also know that God is always at work in the midst of the pain and in the midst of the challenges and that there is hope and there is redemption and that there is the opportunity for transformation even there. And like we've always said from the beginning with Strong Towers, that's our hope as we know that it's not possible to have a life without struggle. Uh, We know it's not possible to have a life that's pain-free, but we know that it is possible to have a life of transformation even in the midst of those things. And so from the three of us here at Strong Towers, um, we just hope that we continue to find those opportunities for transformation in the midst of the challenge. And we thank you guys that you're coming along for this journey with us and that you're sharing your stories with us of transformation in the midst of challenge. Uh, So do stay in touch. Do stay connected. Do stay close or at least six feet away. Um, But we're grateful for you guys being on this journey with us. Um, So we'll see you next time. Take care. Hey guys, Tom here. If you like the conversation that we were having uh, this week on the podcast, make sure to give us a, a like or a review in your podcasting app. And we'd love for you to join in the conversation uh, beyond just uh, 
just what we got to talk through this week. So uh, find us on Facebook. We have a private group on Facebook now. You can uh, get to that through our website, strong-towers.com, or on Facebook you can search for We Are Strong Towers. Uh, like I said, it is a private group, so you'll need to ask uh, for us to, to let you in there just to keep it a safe space for guys to engage in, in deep conversation as we look at these topics that are uh, so important to who we are and, and uh, how we approach life. And follow us on social media also at strong underscore towers on Instagram and Twitter.